This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed, or he'll buy it. The screaming, the fighting, the exploding resentments. That's what Thanksgiving is. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Are you up for a little edition of Judge Cat? Yes, sir. Okay. The guy's from Pennsylvania. His name is Joseph. He went to a convenience store. There was a sign advertising 20-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew. Two of them for three bucks. So he grabbed one. He threw two dollars on the counter and walked out. However, to get the discount, you need to buy two. A single bottle was two dollars and twenty-nine cents, not a dollar fifty. So he shorted the store. Twenty-nine cents plus tax, forty-three cents total. Hmm. The store called police. They tracked him down. Joseph got charged with a felony and locked up on a $50,000 cash bond. Because he committed a felony, he faces three to seven years in prison. It's a felony because it's his third theft charge, and that state has a three strikes law. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Are we so sure this guy didn't know, first of all? Second of all, you should be locked up just for buying Mountain Dew anyway. Like, no matter the the size, don't care if it's a small one, don't care if it's a big one. You should definitely go to jail, directly to jail. Do not pass go if you purchase Mountain Dew as an adult. So really, the guy's in a lot of trouble because a decade ago, he stole a tank of gas. And then 10 years ago, or another 10 years ago, he stole a $40 pair of shoes from Kmart. So, it's two for $3 or one for two twenty nine. He took one and paid $2. He shorted them $0.43. Cents. Are we locking somebody up for this? Ooh, I mean, I probably, that seems, it seems harsh, but when you look at the history, you do question, did you know this? But who would go out of their way to do something like that? No, a, knowing you have a record, and B, for 29 cents. It's not like you're stealing the, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of product. It's kind of silly to me. Maybe we should just like force him to chug Mountain Dew until he vomits, and maybe that's a good punishment. See, this is why you should be on the bench. I like your creative sentencing options. Thank you. Just get them in front of the judge, and the judge, they could even do it in court. You want to walk? Chug the Mountain Dew. Don't puke. You don't puke, you can walk. There you go. Two bottles. Two bottles. Two Chug 20 two ounces. two bottles of Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you do the dew. That'll learn. Then, That'll learn you real good, kid. Then you don't get to go to jail if you do the dew. Oh, that's funny. I'm surprised they actually called the cops for that. But yeah, I mean, stealing is stealing. Thanksgiving is a very important holiday. Ours was the first country in the world to make a national holiday to give thanks. Isn't he the cutest thing? It's time for missed connections. 
Oh, it's been a minute. Man, you still sound great, though. Great Thank job. Thank you. I uh, I didn't even practice. Like, this is the first time I've touched that piano in ages. It dusted it off pretty good or what? Yeah, yeah, really good. I think they might have tuned it, but yeah, whatever. Here we go. It's good. Uh, this is where we tell you stories about people that are looking for other people, and they can't find them. So, they wrote about it online. We intercept those and bring them to you every Monday at 745. This one is called to the animal control girl. You were the beautiful animal services girl. You stopped at Stanley Street around 4 p.m. Wednesday, August 11th. You picked up a dead skunk off the side of the road. I know it's hard to imagine anyone looking hot while doing that. But you pulled it off. You were hot. I wish I'd asked you out for a drink, but all I could muster was... Well, that sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. The smell was also not good. I could not approach further without gagging. <laughs> Even though I didn't like the smell, please know that I really liked the view. <laughs> you are a 10, but you smell awful. <laughs> uh, can we go out sometime? But could you shower first? That would be great. <laughs> Imagine you're scraping a dead skunk off the road and there's some guy checking you that's out while not, you're doing it. You know, when you hit, when you see it at that angle, Scott, it really, that's not good. Like, you know? really? Even the dead skunk's like, bro, come, come on. on. <laughs> <laughs> not now. <laughs> some other time. Another circumstance. Peppy Le Pew's like, you smell desperate. I might stink, but you smell real desperate. Okay? <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Uh, This next one is, oh, this is embarrassing when stuff like this happens. Maybe we've all been there where we've had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction. And sometimes you're out in public when that happens and you don't notice until later. And then you just wonder who saw that. Who saw my fly down? Who saw my cleavage out that much because I wasn't really planning on it? Kind of that type of circumstance here. It's called Tangled at Food Basics. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon and we were both at Food Basics. I was heading to the oat milk section. Then I noticed a glitch in the matrix. Your dress was tangled between your right hip and your purse, revealing much more than you intended, I'm sure, along with your preference for blue. Oh. Despite masks, I tried my best to communicate the situation to you. I was grateful for your understanding response. We went on our separate ways, and in an interesting twist of fate... You ended up behind me at the checkout line. I forgot to pick up coffee I wanted, but you let me run back to the aisle to find it as you waited. And just like my preference for Nescafe, it was only an instant. (laughs) Finally, as we were bagging our items, I couldn't help but notice your preference for Indian food and your beautiful blue eyes. When you thanked me again, I should have said more than, No prob. Since we're both into food... Could I interest you in joining me for dinner sometime? Since we're both into food. Are you making that assumption because you were both at Food Basics on a Saturday afternoon? Since we both you like, like the, to eat? Yeah, so do I. I like we have the a lot basics of food. I like the basics of food, too. Great. <laughs> we should get married. We can replay the events of this encounter and share some laughs. I'm also double vaccinated and continue a strict hand-washing mask-wearing policy. Oh, good. I remember what you were wearing on that day. So if this is you, message me. Maybe you'll recall what I was wearing, too. 
Bro, do you think she wants to relive that moment where her skirt got caught between her body and her purse? Oh, that's and, so embarrassing, you know? You know? It sucks. Yeah, good for her, though. She obviously must not have minded too much because she ended up in the line behind that guy. Like, if someone was like... Yo, your boobs are hanging out of your shirt. I'm like, whoa, that didn't, that, I did not plan that to happen. Thank you so much. I would avoid that person like the plague and every other person in that store. I would hide in an aisle until I thought everyone shopping in that moment might be gone from the store. Yeah, that's where you ditch whatever's in your hand and yell fire <laughs> and run. That's when I just roll the cart into a random aisle and run the opposite direction. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> Oh, that's a great story. I love it. A glitch in the matrix. That's what I'm going to call that from now on. It's a glitch in the matrix, everybody. Since we're both into food. (laughs) What? You were just grocery shopping. That doesn't make you into food. I've I've heard worse pickup lines than that. It's not that bad. Oh, that's fun. Very good. Thank you. Uh, I'm ready for this. Wait for it every week. This is where we reunite people that have had an encounter in the past and can't find each other. So one person took the initiative, went online and told the story, hoping to track the other person down. I'm going to read this one as is because it's just a beaut through and through. It's called Damn Girl. Yo! (laughs) What a great way to get a woman's attention. Yo! That chick walking her dog in bright yellow yoga pants or tights. Wow. Didn't think yellow was a fave color of mine, but damn, I was wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong is R-O-N-G. Yep, the way it was supposed to be spelled. right, right. You have such an amazing body. I want to peel it like a banana. (laughs) What? What? Not your body and your skin. I mean your pants because they yellow. <laughs> Thanks for over explaining. That's lovely. You like a sexy submarine and I'm the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to live in that yellow submarine. So beep, beep, baby. Let me come in. <laughs> <laughs> You like a yellow submarine. Do submarines beep? How do you even know? What do they do? What do they yeah, they do? just honk the horn. <laughs> it's not drive. You're not driving a, a Honda Civic. Like, what is it? What are you talking about? When the whales don't cross at the sign, the sub will honk. It's a beep beep. That, that's what it is. Beep <laughs> beep. <laughs> is it even a... a, a what? Uh, I can't. Uh, Fun fact, those yoga pants that are yellow are smarter and have the higher IQ than this guy who wrote this. You know what's funny is this guy is going to be sitting around thinking, I put it out there. Yeah, any second now that girl's going to be calling me. <laughs> I you had to clarify you want to peel it like a banana, not your skin. Well, thank you for that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like a serial killer or anything. <laughs> Just great to know. Thank you. You're not Hannibal Lecter. Okay, fabulous. I can take that right off the list here. What an idiot. Uh, This is called I Miss My Train Girl. Many questions with this one. Here we go. Hey, we used to get together from time to time near the train tracks. It excited us. Both. The whizzing sound. The rumble of the train. Us getting off the tracks right before it hit. And then just getting off. I will never forget those nights. We haven't done that in about three years. And I'm looking for you. 
If not, maybe there's someone else out there with the same desires as me. It's been hard to find someone with our same interest. If you're out there, Amy, message me. We can hit the tracks this fall. You got a shovel? Because I want to dig deep on this one. Um, What is it that they did by the tracks? I'm assuming there was a sexual component to this. Let me read this part to you one more time, and then any light bulbs that are still dim will go off. Okay. The whizzing sound and rumble of the train, us getting off the tracks right before it hit, and then just getting off. Oh. Okay. By the tracks, right? Um, there will be a lot more trains once the London to Union begins. Not recommended by ghost not service providers. No. I mean, not at all. No, they, I don't think any it, of them. No. I find that uh, train companies uh, hate it when people are on the tracks. They don't like that at all. No. I mean, this is, the trains aren't on the roads, so you shouldn't be on the tracks. There's actually like signs that are up around the tracks that say, don't, don't, don't come on here. Don't do that. Maybe it's the specificness of the sign. Maybe they actually have to tell people, oh. don't do stuff. Like that. Oh, they need like little stick figures, you mean? Like maybe the little stick figures? That, that yeah. Are, okay. All right. Yeah. With a circle and an, ah. and an X through it. Like, don't do this. Oh, but can You're I, on the train tracks. Yeah, but can I do that? No. 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 no don't you have to do draw that either. A stick figure with fingers for the, for one of them. I don't, can't do that either. No. No. Mm-mm. So were they doing it? And then the train came and they had to bail right away? Or did they stay on the tracks until the train was coming, then bail, then do their thing? I'm not even going to bother looking that up because I feel like that's a waste of everybody's time. I don't... I kind of want to know and I don't know why. I don't, I don't recommend it. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like we should just put this one away, notify Craigslist immediately and tell them to pretend this didn't exist ever. What a weird fetish. I like the rumble of trains. I like almost. I like knowing I might die. This is going to be. Let's. I get off on that. That's fun. Let's do that. I like imminent death. Let's do this. Well, if they get back together and they want to tell more of the story, I'm here for it. I would like to know what's that all about. <laughs> That's exactly. my first question. What's that all about? This work. Like, the tracks is surrounded by dirt and grass and fields, and it's not like there's a bed or anything there. I don't know. I'm reading too much into it. Yeah. In any case, someone for everyone, good luck finding your missed connection. I'm saying, if the train hits you, then I don't know if we're going to feel that sorry for you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. You shouldn't you? have been doing that in the you? first place. Well, shouldn't have been there. I don't know. <laughs> hey, what you need to know for the day. Is, You're not wrong. You guys, right? Like, I mean, do you feel bad? Do you? Anyone listening? No? You I mean, this was you, a preventable situation. You get what you get. I'm just saying. Like, you put yourself there. The train didn't. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The screaming, the fighting, the exploding resentments. That's what Thanksgiving is. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This might be 
the worst impaired driving story we've ever done on this show, Cat. I am so curious ever since you said that, because you know we've talked about some doozies in the past, Scott. A couple from Indiana apparently did not get the memo about the dangers of drinking and driving. According to state police, 56-year-old Donald Ricketts was out driving drunk on Monday night when he crossed the center line and hit a tractor trailer heading in the opposite direction. Thankfully, he wasn't hurt. After the crash, though, he called his wife, said, hey, can you come pick me up? I got in an accident. I've been drinking. So his wife, Cheryl, hopped in their other car, headed to the scene of the crime. That's when she crashed into Donald's car, which was still in the middle of the road, because get this, Cheryl was drunk too. Oh, here we go. Both of their cars totaled. Donald, a little banged up, but Cheryl's doing fine. Both of them failed the field sobriety test when the cops arrived. Donald was later found to have a blood alcohol level of 0.28, and she was at a 0.22. About three times the legal limit. Wow. To recap here, because there's a lot of things that could have been done differently. Sure. Number one, they could have not drove after they had a few drinks or not had a few drinks in the first place. But we won't judge. Donald goes for a drive. He's drunk. He did what drunk drivers do. Got in a car accident. Calls his wife. She comes to pick him up. She's also drunk. Crashes into him. Police arrest them both easy night on the job. Nice. That's like a oh, beautiful rom-com in the works, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> They're really made for one another. Isn't it interesting how these types of people find each other? But I don't understand. Like, she knew when she drove to the scene of the accident she was too drunk to drive as well. She was three times the limit. It's nice when they make it easy on authorities. You know what I'm saying? No like, you come kidding. right... Oh, come right over here. You're willing to drive drunk, too? Great. Let's sign you up for this uh, impaired driving charge, too. Great. Maybe they should have kept it going and asked the two of them. Is there anybody else you guys want to call to come pick you up? Let's see if they're drunk, too. Care to phone a friend? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> wow. That is something else. You have to be really... I mean, yes, drunk. We know that, obviously, but stupid. Also very stupid. I don't know if we file this under woke or what, but there is a push from a group of uh, feminist organizations in America that would like to get rid of a word in particular that they say has developed a negative connotation. They would like to get rid of the word virginity. Oh, uh, okay. Are we replacing it? Yes, we should replace it. They say... Time to rebrand virginity to sexual debut so girls don't begin their journey at a deficit feeling like they have lost or given something up. We have few modern rites of passage, and the fact that this transition or discovery is shrouded in shame has to change. They say it should be a celebration, and that's why they would like you to have your sexual debut. Like it's a show, like you're performing with Ed Sheeran. Like, great. (laughs) I'm thinking more like the TV schedule, like coming this September, the sexual debut (laughs) of Nicole. You've never seen or heard this before. (laughs) 
Is sexual debut really the way to go? Like, no. What about like intercourse inauguration or, or something like that? <laughs> I like that one better. Let me tell you why. You can have a sexual debut of different kinds before you go to that territory. Sure. There's lots of sexual debuts. I mean, we could go on for, for many minutes about how many different debuts you could have. Uh, there's many debuts. So that doesn't really mean that act. What about opening night? (laughs) (laughs) Or opening day. Opening day. We're going to come back to this we'll in the work podcast. On it. Yeah, I'm we'll going to be completely honest this with you. Is this is going to be a big part of the podcast. <laughs> you write that one down. This is good. I'm going to get a little bit. Our wheels are turning. Just noticing, I think Joey, maybe Simon, somebody moved my piano. Oh, the nerve. It used to be over in that wall. Uh, all right. Let me make sure it's still in tune. It's time for missed connections. Okay, it sounds sounds all right. It sounds okay. So right now we're going to tell you some stories about people that have had an encounter with someone in the past, but they can't find them. So they've told the story online, hoping the other person would see it and contact them and make a connection. These are both local misconnections, and I love that. And they both have a similar theme. Even in getting contact information from the missed connection, they managed to lose it. In both cases, was it really that important to you to begin with? I'm interested. Okay. Let's go. All right. This is called the Cambridge Party Goer. Long shot here, but I was the guy in the truck. I was on my way to work one Saturday or Sunday morning when I saw you walking along Cambridge Street. You said you had left a party and you were going to get some smokes. <laughs> we spent some time together. And we had a little fun. I'd like to find you or connect again. I lost your name and your number somehow. Oh dear. But I can still remember the street and house I dropped you at after. If you're out there, tell me the name of that friend's street. Did he ever get the smokes, though? Like, uh, <laughs> doesn't say. <laughs> also, I think you said you were from Preston, but you were partying in Galt. Please, please be out there somewhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Are people from Preston allowed to party in, in Galt? I didn't know that was allowed. Not since they built the wall. Yeah, I didn't know that's wow. That was specifically Infult- to keep the Preston people out of it. Infiltration. Mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. happening here? So why doesn't he just go and knock on the door? Like, he knows where he dropped her off. He well, just can't remember her name or number. I, can't, I mean, you could ask the friend, the, like the friend, but how do you know who lives there? If you just did the drop-off and it was their friend's house, that could mean anything. Ah, it's my friend's house. Her, her parents live there, his parents live there, or whatever or Whatever the situation. You don't know what you're going to run into. It's kind of awkward. I just feel like this is a solvable problem. Like, no, I don't have your name or number, but I know exactly where I dropped you off. I feel like that's a good place to start and tracking her down. Can I just say, like, if you... And what kind of fun did they have on the route to get the smokes in Galt? Something happened in the truck or at the convenience store. I don't know, in the parking lot. It doesn't really specify, so you let your imagination run wild. But I don't understand. Lost your name and number somehow. You know, if that was me, and it was like, I had a fun time with that person, I gave them my name and my number. You lost it? 
No, yeah. you don't get another chance. Certain information is worth hanging on to and paying close attention to. Do you even care? And this person, by the way, doesn't even remember what happened. It was one Saturday or Sunday morning. Okay. You don't even remember? You don't care. You just want to get laid. That's yeah, all this up. is. Let's hook up again. Let's just make this perfectly clear. Uh, this next one happened on a, <laughs> on the go. It says, Waterloo, on the go. You wrote me a beautiful note and passed it to me well on the go bus. The note spoke of my curls and my landscape of art. It was a beautiful note. And I wanted to thank you for taking the time to not only notice me, but document this. It was a soulful appreciation, and it definitely put a smile on my face. Unfortunately, I did laundry as soon as I got home and forgot to take the note out of my pocket. Oh, no. You washed the note? It dissolved in the wash. It's gone now, along with your number. So if you're reading this, just tell me what the note said. Are we doing that? Are we passing notes to strangers? Like back in, the, in the days like when we were in school? They descri- Was this a poem? Was it a poem? It sounds like the person wrote kind of a poem. You spoke of my curls and landscape of art. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't even know how to go about writing something like that about somebody. I'm the guy who can never find a pen. I have a lot of great things to write. No pen to write it on. <laughs> hey, can you give me your email? I'll just send this to you. It'd be easier. <laughs> My penmanship is not very good anyway. I have to write it. The person wrote it out. And then you did laundry and forgot to take it out of your pocket. Again, you don't care. You don't care. This person well, wrote now she kind of cares a little bit. What's the hookup? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this one. I washed the note. Oh, okay. So you're careless and irresponsible. Great. That's check one and check two. Yeah, this could be a great relationship. Okay. How many good, times good. has this person seen you to the point where they can write a poem about you too? Like, I'm pretty sure you could probably find them on the go bus again. You and your sexy briefcase sitting alone in the 15th aisle. Yeah, you and your beautiful hair. <laughs> the go bus is just such a weird place to try and pick up. I mean, I don't even want people to pass me a note right now. Like, did you wear a glove when you wrote it? You know? Yeah, type it out in your notes folder on your phone and just hold it up to my face. Yeah. And I'll read it that way. I'll, I'll read it, but I don't actually want to take anything that other people have touched, just so you know. Don't come, don't come any closer. No thanks. Thanksgiving is a very important holiday. Ours was the first country in the world to make a national holiday to give thanks. Isn't he the cutest thing? It's time for Missed Connections. This is where we go the extra mile. Where we take those ads that people are posting online and bring them on air so that people looking for other people can find them. Missed Connections. Here we go. This is called You Fixed My Bike. I'm looking desperately for the kind-hearted hunk that fixed my bike chain two days ago. It got wedged just below the last gear and I was having an impossible time trying to get it out you stopped to help me you got your hands covered in chain grease you could have easily just kept walking but you didn't you stopped to help me I didn't even catch your name I think you were wearing a dark green pant and a navy shirt or maybe it was the other way around I don't know you were in your 20s or 30s you looked youngish I really hope you didn't work too far away and were able to wash your hands soon afterward. 
I just wanted to say thank you again, my hero. <laughs> I'd love to make this up to you with a meal or something. If you're in a relationship, it's okay. Maybe you can just accept a gift card to Krabby Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Why was Krabby Joe's your go-to? I had one on them already. Krabby Joe's. I'll give it to you to say thank you. If you're in a relationship, then you can enjoy a meal on your own some other time. <laughs> Here, have a nacho and some cheesy toast. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I hope she never has to report a crime because her description of the person here is awful. You were in your 20s or 30s. Uh, you were in pants that were green or maybe white. I don't know. Maybe it was the pants that were green and the shirt that was white. Maybe yeah. you were green. I don't know. Maybe you were, I, maybe you were an alien. Yeah. alien. I didn't really catch your name or your planet. I don't know. <laughs> It was really nice of him to stop and fix her bike chain, though. Look, hunk, kind-hearted hunk. There should be more kind-hearted hunks out there. Absolutely. That is so nice. I would, I mean, I would stop and help, but I would have no idea what I'm doing. Like, you wouldn't right. want me to help you fix, I would make things worse. 100%, I'd probably break everything. So don't <laughs> count on me, but I'm glad someone who knows what they're doing stopped to help somebody. I like that. I hope they make a connection. And again, if it's not romantic, at least maybe... That person can accept a Krabby Joe certificate. That's good. Well, hey, dinner is dinner. And you know what? We've all got to eat. So you go sure. ahead and cash in that gift card, my friend. Oh, is it still half price apps after nine or something like that? There you go. Have I think her. my first question would be, thanks. Does it have to be Krabby Joe's? <laughs> what Are you in Amazon or something? Like, <laughs> <is there? laughs> like even Walmart would be fine. I mean, I can just go to the McDonald's in there or something. I don't Shoppers. want to go to Krabby Cash? I don't know. I'm not going to be picky, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's great. This one's a weird one. It's called To TV Guy. Your offer took me by surprise. I should have said yes, but I was baffled. I was clearly visually upset leaving Best Buy, and you noticed. After I got into my car, you waved at me and approached the car. We chatted for a couple minutes. You asked me, what's wrong? Is everything okay? And I told you my TV just went out but I can't afford the good TVs. You said I could come over and watch your TV. You also commented that you liked my belt and said you could use a belt like that. Well, I wasn't able to come over in that moment, but now kicking myself because I don't know where to find you. I'm hoping you see this and get back to me. Hmm. Did he work at Best Buy? <laughs> or is he just randomly stopping people in the parking lot? <laughs> Customer service in the parking lot now? Like, what's wrong now? Are you upset? <laughs> oh, you want a TV but can't afford a TV. The oh. hub's not on sale? Is that why you're upset today? Okay, well, look, I guarantee Black Friday deals are coming, okay? You have yourself a good day now. <laughs> come over and watch my... That is very forward. Sure. Come over. I mean, that person... I, I, I don't know if it was a guy uh, that left Best Buy. Whoever it was... It, but the guy to just be like, yeah, come over and watch my TV. Like, that's not what you mean. You don't mean come over and watch TV, especially if you comment on the person's belt and say you could use a belt like that. Were you offering to take the belt, to wear the belt, to take the belt off? Many questions. Does her bike chain need to be fixed by chance? Same, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy that's wandering the Best Buy parking lot. He's also out fixing bike chains. <laughs> Just another weekend. New service from Geek Squad. It's great. <laughs> I'll offer you a Best Buy gift card. There you go. <laughs> Let's talk about relationships for a second. How did you know that your partner is the one? Is there a moment where you can say, ah, 
This is getting serious. Mm-hmm. They're the one. Mm-hmm. Was there a turning point for you where you just said, yeah, you know what? I like this guy. Yeah. I didn't want to be with, I didn't want to be away from him. Like ever. Really? We spent like so much time together. We still do. <laughs> we spend like all, every time we have free time, we just want to be together. So yeah, like that for me was it. It's someone that I want to be around that I don't get sick of that I just find exciting all the time. They asked couples and they figured out that it takes an average of two years of dating before you know you want to be with someone long term. Two years. And then they were asked to name the moment they realized things were starting to get serious. And I love this list. I'm going to go in reverse order from 10 to 1. Number 10. You visited them at work. Is that a sign that things are getting serious? Oh, yeah. I get, uh, yeah, definitely getting serious. Yeah, you don't you don't see someone at work after you date them like just casually a couple of times. Like, hey, show up. No, it's true. That's that's a great one. Your husband has been to your work. Have you been to his? Oh, many times. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like there's a story there. Okay, great. Many, many, uh, many times. Yeah. Number nine, you've shown each other your favorite hangout spots could be a pub that you like going to it could be a a park that you play softball at it could be any number of things but when you've taken them to your chill spot mm-hmm. number eight you don't have to make plans it's just expected that you're going to hang out yes see and that goes along with wanting to be with them all the time and, and it's nice when it's goes both ways when you're like oh what are you doing tonight well, hopefully i'm with you you know and it's like oh great that's what i was thinking too you know and not a I don't know. I've got plans. Like, go away. You know, you want to be with them. See, for me, I mean, I spend my off days with my girlfriend and I can't remember at what point I stopped asking her, hey, are you free on Friday? Because I don't have anything going on. It's just sort of assumed I'm going to see her on Friday and then I'll see her again on Saturday and maybe Sunday afternoon. But I don't remember when that started changing, when it was just assumed. That's a great one for me. Uh, Number seven, you text or call. To say good morning or good night. Yeah, that's sweet. Number six, when you delete dating apps like Tinder from your phone. Okay, yeah, I think that's... I shouldn't have to be said, but yeah. Is that something you tell the other person about? Like, hey, just so you know, I deleted Tinder. Or do you just do it because you yourself feel like... This has got some potential here. I think people declare that. I'm pretty sure there are people letting the other party know this is how I feel about you. And if you're the first person to say it, maybe they'd be like, yeah, I did that already. Okay, well, good. But yeah, it's something that you probably declare to let them know that you are done looking for now because that is you found somebody that you really want to be with and that is that person i've got some friends that use tinder like i use twitter and i feel like if they ever do settle down there's going to be like a gender reveal style party where there's going to be a stage and there's going to be uh, lighting effects and everything i'm deleting tinder some people are like that five when you see each other more than once a week Okay, I mean, I think you'd see people more than once a week anyway, wouldn't you? Sure, yeah, yes, absolutely. Like, do you live in the same city? That shouldn't be a hard thing. Labeling the relationship. When you say you're exclusive, not just dating. Yeah, of course, that's a, ser- that's a serious moment. Now we're getting a little more serious. Again, these are the moments when you knew it was serious. Buying a ring. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty serious at that point. (laughs) That's pretty serious. Yeah, yeah, I I think so. Meeting the parents. Okay, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Uh Uh-huh. And finally, 
ahead of meeting the parents, meeting your friends. Mm. Really? I introduced to friends long before parents, generally speaking. I think parents is the number one where if I take her to meet my mom or my dad, then it's going somewhere. Friends, I don't know. I mean, you could run into friends just about anywhere, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm watching a TikTok here, and I get it. I, I totally understand the frustration. You don't own a cat, correct? N- correct. I can tell you they're dicks. and <laughs> Yeah, I believe it. That's why I don't own a cat. Yeah, yeah. Between a cat's attitude and yours, that would be an we ugly wouldn't get- household. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss. <laughs> so I feel bad for this woman. She was doing a bathroom renovation. She was gutting the bathroom and she was going to fix up some drywall and then retile her tub. The problem is cats like to explore. Mm -hmm. They like those cold, dark areas. So the woman didn't realize when she was doing this DIY, yeah, DIY project, Mm -hmm. the cat walked into the walls (gasps) and she drywalled and tiled over it. No! Wait, before I laugh too hard, is the cat okay? Oh, the cat's fine. Okay, good. But she had to, after she got the last tile in place, she was all proud of herself. You hear that faint little scratch and that faint little meow and think, no. Uh-oh. She ended up cutting out a square of drywall next to the tub. Sure enough, there's the cat behind the drywall. And to make it even worse, the cat was taunting her. It wouldn't even come out. No. It would poke its head out yeah. and then go back inside. Yeah. Thinking that it made a cool little cat home. Just, <laughs> oh, this is so nice of you to create this little house for me. Like, no, it was it was an accident. <laughs> Can you imagine how frustrating that would be? You're done. You would finished your bathroom. Until you Where's hear the that. Cat? Yeah, That's that weird. Little... We're on the other side of the, <laughs> other side of the wall. Happy ending. He's fine. She's a little frustrated. Hopefully she had a glass of wine afterwards. Columbus Day used to be kind of a fun holiday. Well, no, somebody went through his old tweets. (laughs) Let's just say he will not be hosting Jeopardy anytime soon. Indigenous People's Day, by the way, will be observed simultaneously with Columbus Day. And uh, this just in. Columbus Day has forced Indigenous People's Day to move to a worse day. (laughs) Florida police discovered a meth lab on the 15th floor of a luxury condo building, which in Florida is something they list in the brochure. It's Daniel Craig's last movie as James Bond. Now that it's over, he'll be driven to a farm upstate to roam free with all the other former James Bonds. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it.